0: Hello, and welcome to another season of the Storied Arcs podcast. I am your co-host, Mike. And I'm your co-host, Alex. And here at Storied Arcs, we do deep dives into completed story arcs, typically from indie and creator-owned comics. This is the first great exception, although I feel like even still it has an asterisk. Like, yeah,
1: because it, it, when you think of when you think of major publishers, you... you the the unspoken part of that is superhero comics. You know, right. you're capes. thinking, yeah, right. you're thinking capes
0: and cows. You're thinking superhero. You're thinking connected universe. And you're thinking um, really the like the big writers for those places. You know, like uh, Chris Claremont or someone. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mark Russell is not a huge writer. Uh, I would still very much consider him an indie comic writer, even if he has a one contract with DC. Hanna Barbera.
1: He has the, well, he, he has the indie comic mindset, I think. He brings that to, he brings that to his, his, uh, his for hire work for either DC or Marvel. Cause he's not, he's not, they're not going to be throwing him some big ongoing, anything, anything he does, we talked about is, is a short limited run um, because he has a, he has a different perspective um, than I think most mainstream comic writers and so it's a nice curveball it's a nice change of pace when he gets on a title for i said like a you know a, a a one shot or a limited series or something like that but uh yeah he's not someone that like you're gonna give you know and you know and maybe well honestly, and, you got a and, term, but he's not something you're gonna give like you know here's your here's your ongoing batman title or or a spider-man right. title or something like that
0: uh, yeah, or even like the Flash or Green Lantern or something. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is my preferred reading method. I love being able to complete a story. The ongoing side of comics I found very exciting for a long time, and now I'm kind of like, I I like getting variety, and I like getting closure. Uh, in doing these twelve issue, six issue, you know, I don't know, twenty issue limited series, um. It's really my preferred method. That being, a, I still read ongoing stuff, yeah. but my, you know, I, the thing that gets me excited is uh, like, ah, oh, yes, 12 issues. I can, well, I can read yeah. it. I can hear what this author has to say. I can explore this world and these characters, and then I can stop and I can go on to the next thing. I'm not stuck doing this for the rest of my life. Cause like, if you pull Batman, yeah. Batman's going to outlive you like, oh yeah, you're, it's, you're, you're it's, never, never going to stop Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like my grandfather pulled Batman and And, uh, you know, it's still going. Yeah. You, you, you stop reading Batman
1: when you just decide, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tap out. Uh, Yeah. Cause it's always going to, and, and that is, that's both. I think you're right. That that, that's a draw uh, uh, to, to some of those, you know, um, more popular ongoing comics, but yeah, it's also uh it can also be a hindrance and it can also be a, a barrier to entry Cause you look back, you're like, God, there's, 80 years, literally 80 years of these characters, 60 years of these characters. How do you jump in? Um, and the answer is you just do, and then but then you think, well, how do I jump off? You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> how do but- I how do I leave? And then the answer there is just, well, you just you just stop. And 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 that can be unfulfilling. And I'm with you. I as much as I love reading those ongoing stories and and seeing how characters get reinvented and changed, uh, it's nice to know that you're gonna pick up something that's y- y- even if it's you know. 35, 36 issues or, or or 50 issues, whatever it is, knowing it's complete and knowing that I can sit down and read all the way through, even if um, you know, again, one thing we've talked about a lot is endings. Endings are hard and and uh, looking at book- you, morning glorious. Yeah, well, that's a book that just stops, and that's part of the issue of some of these. Sometimes you have a, a limited series, it doesn't get to quite end, you know. If you don't actually get an ending, sometimes you just have to stop. Um, But knowing when you have something contained and obviously kind of the shorter it is, if it's eight or 12, uh, you can feel pretty confident that you're going to get a you're going to get a solid resolution. Um, Although, uh, you you know, we'll get there when we talk about the end of of the Flintstones here. But because this book isn't really doesn't really have a a strong narrative through line, like it's not like it's a. um, No,
0: but the project itself to me is analogous of uh and i wonder what you'll think of this because you're a huge fan i think this project is similar to what tom king will do take something kind of golden era do a 12 like he's not inventing new characters
1: yes yeah, taking yeah
0: pre-existing things putting a 21st century bent on a golden era you yeah, know
1: yeah there's a lot of similarities there i i think again i think the one difference here uh, that you and I totally were totally different worldviews, you know, oh, between no, King well, and uh,
0: Russell. Yeah, well, a, no analogy there.
1: Actually, I don't think they're that far apart worldview-wise. But I think something you and I talked about before we started recording was that th- this is it's it's a borderline anthology story because it's really just y- each issue just kind of drops in. We're dropping in on bedrock, and we're we're covering kind of a different a different uh, a, a, a different part of the of society of life, you know, the, it, and and there is a chronology to it you are following through whatever what you know time does elapse but you could very much you could very easily see this being you just drop in randomly and here's another story another story another story with no yeah, I, connection if i to owned
0: it. this in single issue i could hand any issue to any person who watched flintstones cartoons as a kid and, and they yeah, wouldn't be lost and, no you know, that they, it, they would yeah. they would be able to follow that yeah. and i love that there are 12 standalone stories here
1: yeah with only, with only just kind of the smallest, like
0: really
1: your A and your B story. Cause most, most of the issues, almost all of them have kind of multiple things they're hitting on. And, and your really kind of your, your, main storyline, the main commentary, and even kind of like the second one are really standalone. And then just at the bottom are some of these, these through lines that, that just connect, they don't connect story. They just kind of connect character and, and place, you know, you, you you, if you pick up an issue in the middle and you're wondering why why Pebbles and and Bam Bam are interning at the the Science Institute, that's not going to throw you off from. Well, I can't read this because I don't know the I don't know the history of the of why they're. You know, no, no, it, it doesn't matter. You know, right. it's just that if you read them in order, you see where they start that where that comes from, and then you as you read through, you see how that plays out. It's not super critical because again, there isn't some there isn't really some giant overall story they're trying to tell here. Um, It's more just commentary. It's more just satire. And, 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 and that works better, I think in, 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 in in the way they presented it, which is this very episodic, very said almost anthology way. Um, And I think it, it makes for a fun read um, because, you know, issue to issue, or as you're moving through the trades um you know kind of chapter to chapter you you don't know you don't know what the next target they're going to be aiming at is you right. know although you if you're you know a human you're
0: gonna... you will be in the crosshairs of this book at some point oh yeah no and, th- and th- th- i think there are uh, there are
1: no sacred cows here there's nothing that's above reproach i think that's something that 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 russell is writing and especially his most recent stuff he's been doing with dpu uh as we discussed is just there, there are no sacred cows he's in an iconoclast
0: i mean yeah, yeah that's yeah that's yeah. what he is that's what he does uh but and, I, I think and this book I, is very much like a postmodern deconstruction yeah, of a child's yeah. uh cartoon although uh, okay so we need to get into the book because you know yeah. we've 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 hashed a lot of stuff out in the zero um but i will say I have only vague recollections of Flintstones cartoons. I watched them as a kid. So like, I know most of the characters names and I kind of know rough attributes. And then some of the more minor characters I didn't really remember, but like the great kazoo, I was like, as soon as he walked in, I was like, Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah. I would not have been able to tell you that that was a Flintstones character beforehand. Sure. But I want to talk about this very opening thing. I would say, one of my biggest nitpicks with the book is this one page introduction uh, at the at the museum. Yeah, I, I feel like it feels a little cookie cutter and wrote and it, like didn't commit to it enough. It would have been one thing if this was the voice narrating the whole first issue. But for it to do one page and then drop uh, drop us back there and then come back to it later. I, it felt like. Yeah. It felt like for your first draft, you have to just start writing and this is what came out and then, you know, just never I, revisit. I,
1: I'm, 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 I'm with you 100%. I, uh you know, w- w- what I mentioned in the zero was I, I came to this series uh after the third issue came out. so I read three in okay. a row. If I had just read the first one for issue one, because I think issue one is the weakest. If I had just read that, I don't know if I would have stuck with it because I would have been afraid that that weak framing device
2: mm-hmm.
1: would have been how the every issue was that every issue was going to be modern day oh here's something from the stone age and right. isn't this funny how we th-? and so the commentary was going to be um here's what happens in bedrock but also here's what our modern day misinterpretation is and i thought every issue was going to be
0: like that because the first one was like that and right. And, and if, that's a bad framing device, especially yeah, yeah. when you already have it built in with the aliens yeah. well, and he well, does and, that and, later
1: well, and the aliens come in later. So yeah, I, I'm with you there. It starts off, which is why I think that first issue is the weakest because that modern framing device. And I'm so glad they didn't go back to that because if they had stuck and, with that. If that was every issue where the first page was, here's the museum. And then we go into bedrock and then the final pages and we're back to the museum again. Cause it's all about how we interpret or misinterpret things from the past. Right. I, it, I, I think I would have been out. of. I think that would have been too gimmicky. It would have been too, yeah, gimmicky. too gimmicky. And, yeah.
0: and like not to be that guy, but that was never a framing device used in the cartoon. No, it was not. And it was so it's, yeah. it's like, why would you yeah. start that? But anyway, it, I was a little turned off by the first page, but then you open it and the splash yeah. page, like so I just good. wrote splash in all caps in my notes here. Uh you've got the the Homo erectus bar with the martini glass, mm-hmm. uh Plato's cave, obviously. Uh yeah. then you've got uh is a tar pit, you know, for target and mm-hmm. star bricks, uh with no uh valves there. Spears um, and roebuck. Yeah, and so this is one I would love the script. I want to know what Steve Pugh was given, yes. how much of this is Steve. Thinking of something giggling to himself and then writing in, you know, uh, Tar Pit. Uh, or yeah, or,
1: or or how many of these were, you know, uh, are, are.
0: And this doesn't they, even have Outback Snake House. Yeah, that, yeah uh, there's, that, there's, there's obviously you, a lot You get there, there eventually. Yeah. I mean, um, is
1: it? Yeah, is is are these things that are in the script or are maybe the script has like three or four of them that Russell thought up and it's like, you know, along these lines or or maybe right. these are maybe these come from conversations they had when they were creating the book. They were just throwing out yeah. random puns and just figuring, figuring out when they could, when they could deploy them. But you this know, felt you, you, you immediately, I was just can't immediately transported.
0: This is what I remember the show being. Yes. The show was very tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, and frankly, uh, aside from the human actors was very fourth wall um, about everything. Like, you know, the appliance animals would turn to the camera and speak and say like, yeah. oh, brother and yeah. stuff like that. And so, like, it was always very in on itself yeah. Um, as a medium, which I think set it apart because I don't think Jetsons was like that. You know, Jetsons was meant to be like the futuristic version of this. And I don't remember people yeah. ever turning to the camera and talking or there being like a futuristic version of Target. This has, uh, yeah. you know, a past version of Target. So I think yeah. Flintstones was unique in that way. Yeah like well, no and, other Hanna barbera property
1: and, and obviously you know the 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 series will start throwing curveballs very very quickly but this opening splash page is meant to if you have a any remembrance of the flintstone i think that this splash page is meant to um i don't want to put you at ease but it's meant to say hey we understand what this is we understand the setting here you know and because it, it's it's all about it's all about you know the modern day equivalents in the stone age. And so you see this and I think you're, you're like, okay, I I know what this place is. I see what they're trying to do. And then obviously very quickly, as you get into um, the kind of commentary and satire that they're showing and, and what they start skewering, you're, you're put on edge a little bit there. But I think initially that first, they like said that first splash page just tells you like they get what they get, what right. the setting is. They, they get what the joke is and here is our entry point in that it, it, it is very similar to what the show was. Cause you know, they, they, you're right, the cartoon was all about um watching them do quote unquote modern things in, you know, in in a prehistoric way. But yeah, it, it and was- I
0: love that in both, like they never explain how they have TV in camera. Yeah, yeah, like there's yeah, no electricity. Yeah. no They're no. using animals as their appliances, but they have a yeah. TV that works and it's just like, yeah. oh, whatever, like it's, this yeah, is the it, world.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It, it it's not important as to the how or the why, right? You know, it
0: just it just is. Um, like, so you just come to terms with that, and then yeah, you immediately. And I think this is Mark Russell timidly dipping his toe in the water for one page, then a beautiful splash page, and then immediately we're getting this plot line with the Cro-Mag workers. Yeah, Uh yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. just a scathing, brutal critique. Yeah. There were multiple yeah. times. Uh, during reading this, where I would take a picture of a page with like a really pointed commentary and just put it in my Instagram story, yeah, and people yeah. were like, "What is this?" Yeah. Like, it, you know, <laughs> it looks it, it, like it's for children, and that looks like a, a subreddit discussion, like critiquing capitalism or something or well, economics. But, but, I think it's the one they got the most like the the I think that's in volume two, the guy the professor of economics explaining what economics is. Yeah, I, yeah uh, I think that. Oh, yeah, I think that is. So get yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there next yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, but,
1: but no, but you, you're not wrong because that that is what the dialogue is. That is what he's doing. It it, it is. Um, uh, uh, again, I, I don't want to say he's sneaking things in because I think it's very clear once you read the first issue what his goal is. And so, but on some level, yeah, there is this idea that he was able to to sneak all these things in to a DC book, a book that has DC's logo prominently on the cover
0: with, um, you know, but I I think there's, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of IP and money and ownership tied up with this franchise. Yeah, and a lot of, yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is the funniest part of the joke to me. There are a lot of innocents who would pick up this book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a lot of, Children would be like, Oh, Flintstone's book, and the parents would be like, Yeah, that's fine. And yeah. meanwhile, it's like teaching them like all of this stuff about uh urban sprawl and PTSD. Well, and, and I, and and I, and I, even I, the Neanderthal thing, uh or uh well, oh, yeah, he calls them Cromag Mag employees, yeah, yeah. And they say actually we're, actually, Neanderthals. we're Neanderthals. Yeah, <laughs> but I think he keeps calling them Cromag. Mag. He does, he does, he does, yeah. Is analogous to um yeah I don't want to like, I don't want to irritate people. That's Mark Russell's job. But in Ohio, big controversy. Last year, when Cleveland uh, changed their baseball team name to The Guardians, I have family in Cleveland that were all distraught about it. And I said, well, like just try to imagine like a, an entire race of people being misnamed because someone, a white guy hundreds of years ago, mistook the land he was on. And now you honor them by calling them that name, yeah. Um, like it's just yeah. a it's just a crazy thing that they you know they were the Indians for so long, even though yeah. we are decidedly, definitively not in India. Yeah, um, very much so. This is, uh, so. I, I think that kind of riff is like the people in power decide what you are and how things are called, uh, regardless of how you self-identify yeah, yeah uh, and, and yeah. the the hegemony of of slate's power here which we'll see time and time again through this series and so oh, i yeah. just thought that was a nice little throwaway line yeah. um that you know he's treating them as being so primitive and everything else and yeah. that's ultimately the commentary of this story which yeah. is um you know we look down on them for being uncivilized they see nah. what civilization is and they're like hard pass yeah exactly <laughs> like now nah, we don't oh, need God. that in our yeah, lives
1: yeah yeah well and again it, it's presented that you know uh you know mr slate's doing this like he's doing them a service like look how primitive they are i'm giving them jobs and opportunity you know it, it, it's that it's but don't the, you
0: think you're supposed to be cynical about slate like he knows oh, totally. that he oh, knows oh, what he's doing yeah, no, like, yeah it, well, he knows but, how to present but, it but he knows exactly. that he's not doing anyone a favor except himself. No.
1: Well, yeah, it, 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 because because they're because they're 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 cheap labor. So they right. need, you know, they're so primitive. They'll take whatever I give them. So I give them a little I give them I can give them a lot less than I give my other employees. So I'm helping them because they're so primitive and poor. But I'm helping myself because I'm saving a lot of money on labor, you know. So right. but, but he's yeah, he 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 is that, you know, just uh super super cynical you know just you know if there's a villain in this story quote-unquote villain in the story
0: you know but large-scale capitalist is one of them
1: you know yes yes no
0: and and that right there okay so i'm glad that you didn't say slate yeah because the enemies here are ideologies yeah uh, yeah. He's deconstructing ideologies. Yeah. Slate is only the villain when he is the stand-in for that ideology. Yeah, and he, yes, when he's so representative the, of the that. priest is only the villain when he is the stand-in for fraudulent, phony religion. Yeah, and yeah. the scientist is only the villain when he is selling doomsday propaganda. Yeah. you know, based yeah. on yeah. sketchy math. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like, uh, although I think the he, art he critics are always his the villain. People. Well, yes, <laughs> I, I think, I, I <laughs> Which think is, he... like so <laughs> poignant right after he yeah. gets canceled from an indie comic run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I, th- I think the, I let's think the, take our the, important the opinions uber, elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, the
1: uber, the uber snobby art critics are always, uh, always the villain that they they're. Never and I think that's a... <laughs> fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, yeah. I, I have, um, you know, I have some that I just can't resist reading uh, I, as Richard Brody is the one that comes to mind who is uh, New York Times and New Yorker. He's a movie critic. And I read everything he writes because it amuses me, even though so much of it in art criticism in general, you end up saying so much more about yourself than you do about the piece. Yeah. Um, and that's what, uh, if you, there's a, a wonderful, wonderful essay based Susan Sontag called against interpretation, uh, where she argues that, uh, you know, interpretation is so much of the interpreter imposing a framework of understanding on a piece and then judging it according to that. And that's so reductive. And she's, you know, she kind of speculates like that's why art has become more abstract. Like where they're trying to obscure it to make it harder to impose framework on. And then people complain about how abstract and obscure things are. And it's like, well, I had to do this because you're the problem. Um, So if you don't like art becoming abstract, uh, you know, stop imposing stuff on it and judging it by that criteria. So, um, anyway, uh, Susan Sontag, great read, uh, you know, also on photography, I would recommend anything by Susan Sontag, uh, in part of your interpretive framework, but we have to keep moving because we're only on that like, page four, like 20 minutes. I know in. I know, it, it, um, we're,
1: we're, we're, we're getting slow. There's, there's a lot there because it's one of those things again, that, um, it's very clear what, 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 what this main, this main story is about the uh you know, these, 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 these Neanderthal chromatic workers. Um, it's very clear what he's trying, what they're trying to get across, what they're trying to comment on, but there's so much in the background. There's so many like other things, like the, the art critic thing, you know, obviously comes into play in this episode, in this issue. It's kind of the back half. So it starts kind of slow and then it picks up at the end. There are, there there are so many levels to these issues in terms of the things they're commenting on, the things they're they're trying to satirize. Yeah. And he and juggles all, a lot of plot
0: lines too. I mean, well, yeah, so yeah. like the next and, pages and for, oh, are the oh, PTSD thing, which I don't yeah. want to talk about now. We'll get to well, that later well, when that comes I, to and, fruition.
1: And I think part of this goes back to what I was saying of why I think this first issue is my least favorite, because I think it's the most scatter shot. Um yeah. uh the 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 following issues will all be uh, Relatively more focused, you know, a yeah. l- in terms of in terms of here's the thing we're we're, we're 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 talking about here's the thing the one main topic we're going to be discussing in this issue. And you're right the 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 PTSD the stuff that 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 Fred and Barney went through that does come up later. I think that comes up in uh issue three later. Yeah, on yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. in the front
0: half of. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm reading the deluxe edition again that has mm-hmm. everything all in one and yeah. they're not numbered. Um, but anyway, uh, but it does come up, know. so yeah, so it, it, it's it, it's something that
1: they, they touch on here, it kind of laying the groundwork for, uh, but yeah, then we 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 move on and we go back to, you know, they're you know, they're they're taking the guys out to, uh, you know, I guess what comes down to, uh, you know, uh, uh, an MMA fight, I guess, you know, just a yeah, I
0: mean, I just call it boxing, but yeah, and, and, and honestly, I admire Mark Russell's restraint here because, uh, Later, Fred's watching Neanderball on TV, which looks like American football. And here there's a boxing match. He just puts it on display. He doesn't make a cheap shot about like how primitive it is in the 21st century to be playing these violent sports. I think yeah. that's just too easy for him. He's gonna leave yeah. that alone. He's well, just gonna I, put it in front of you yeah. that like, hey, look what Neanderthals do with their time. Yeah. And like well, there's well, not I, even a need for like a pointed comment about that.
1: I I I I think it comes in the page when they're at the boxing match and and they cut to the crowd and and we see we see Fred and Barney they're all like into it and behind them are the three guys who just have these the horrified yeah yeah have this horrified look like what are we what is this this is um, you know so I this think, is
0: civilization it, right yeah yeah, they,
1: yeah that's your commentary right there that's right. your commentary um also also um <laughs> like the final pen. the final panel on that when they're interviewing interviewing the winner and and the losers in the background who's like subtly getting eaten by the pterodactyls um you know like like just 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 there because he lost um it's uh yeah i I think that that's one of those subtler commentaries where he doesn't need to say anything it's just we're going to show that to
0: you we're going to move on and 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 frankly real paper girl vibes from the pterodactyls eating people
1: yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah so just a little call back
0: to our first story arc yeah, but
1: there it's like that's one of those things that maybe you don't get the first time you read through maybe not the second time you read through
0: but this is that's a book, the thing this, this, is this is a book, book that took me so much longer to read than i think any other comic i've ever read because going back you want to you want to focus on everything you have to see everything steve Pugh is doing yeah. there's so much commentary uh in the words that it's easy to miss the commentary on the on the page and it in is a background. visual medium. Yeah. yeah. In the background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
1: yeah, there there's you know, level one you'll get right away. Maybe you'll get some of level two, but then like levels three through however many he, he puts in there, it takes multiple viewings, multiple readings. Um, You know, maybe, maybe you just go through this and you don't read anything. You just focus on the art. You just look at the, at the panels and you see what's there. And I think you'll find things you missed the first time. And that's what's, that's, what's so great about this this particular series um but yeah there's always stuff in the background there's always something someone is making a face doing you know there's you know background characters that get no commentary that but when you see it then now that's all you can see in the panel on the page you know uh and and it's it's it really is great it really is genius like that
0: yeah so anyway they go to outback snake house you know uh nothing i mean we've got to get past the first issue here uh uh so, I don't want to. I mean, like the motivational poster in Slate's office, and yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, just like every little detail, just soak it all in. And again, I'm with you. This is my least favorite of the issues, but it's mm-hmm. still so rich, yeah. uh, especially when you know where he's going and that all of this is, uh, you know, laying uh pipe for mm-hmm. future storytelling. Indeed. indeed. Um, so, anyway, Neanderthals go to work, literally crush it because yeah. it is rock crushing. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, they're great. Uh, um, they have no
1: concept of money either. You know, they have
0: no concept of money. Yeah. You buy something someone else hated making. That's absolutely, <laughs> it's absolutely a vicious, it's a vicious, line. vicious um, line. And, uh, yeah, I and and again, the, the tone for Mark Russell is extreme cynicism. Yes. Uh, but like every good cynic, uh, like what? a George Carlin, there is a heart for people. At the core, which is what he addresses in his opening letter that, uh, you know, we read in the Zero episode is like he is going to take an honest and even cynical look at everything. But what ultimately makes all of this worth doing is the people and the characters. And frankly, I read that letter in the front of the book and I read this issue and I was like, I don't think you have done enough. You know, heartwarming stuff with the people to offset the scathing yeah. cynicism. In fact, I don't think you really get it in volume one. It's uh, like you—you it, it, vol- it, you barely it's, get it. I think. Um, I think
1: you're right. I think you're right. I think
0: it's, it's volume you build two towards. is where it starts to get heartwarming, and you yeah. realize Fred is a really decent person. Yeah, uh, I, I, I. Not think, perfect, but no. but flawed for sure, yeah. uh, but decent. But there,
1: there uh, is, there is, there is a bit of a setup that yeah, the, your first half is is really is just like uber cynic and then the back half is like yes okay but there's something to it now that that it, it i think the back half of the story is like there's still cynicism but it's not there's not hopelessness you know like right like right uh, things I are bad things are bad here's why they're bad but we have the capacity to do better and and it's like he's I'm calling out the bad things because I believe we can fix them, and make them better versus I'm calling out the bad things. Cause I think we're all doomed and this is terrible, you know? So I, right. I, I think, Although a, there, think
0: without that framework of knowing like who he is, where he's going, where he's coming from the first issue. And really even be, the first six issues, it can be I dull. could see him as it can be, yeah. Just tearing down. It, it, like, can,
1: yeah it is. It, it it you can there's definitely that read. There, there are less moments.
0: I think it's really the yes. right word for it. Yeah. He's he is dismantling the systems and ideologies of the world mm-hmm. and like all postmodern deconstructionists, he's not offering a better alternative or replacement. He's just yeah. criticizing this, you know, yeah. and kind of the the flaw with postmodernism is uh one you're not offering an alternative because the world is not uh, one where we just have perfect systems and imperfect systems, and we just chose the wrong one. We're always choosing between flawed systems, and you know it's kind of cowardly to just dismantle everything without offering an alternative. Yeah. Um, but that's not—that's uh, where I was afraid Russell was going. Yeah. So,
1: well, and 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 that I think that's a, a fair criticism. I think also because when you when you look at some of the targets he goes at, like they're the really obvious ones like they're the really easy targets to go at you know so it right. isn't like it's he's what stre- people
0: go after on twitter every day
1: yeah it, so it, it isn't like he was stretching too hard See, at first it didn't seem like he's stretching too hard to find to find material to 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 mine and to 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 take aim at it's it, a lot of it's pretty obvious stuff whether you're a cynic or not these are these are big topics and they they seem like easy low hanging fruit and so I think you're you're right there, there is a criticism, there a valid one about when you start reading this book. Um, yeah, there there aren't any alternatives. There is there is no there's no upside. There's no upside. It's all it's all right. here's 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 what's terrible. Here's why it's terrible. And here's why it's always going to be terrible. And that's, right. and, and, that's all and, you're and getting I, from I, the like, jump.
0: I'm not saying that's his job or anything like that. I'm just saying yeah. from a it, philosophical it, standpoint, it, you would expect it, someone mm-hmm. with such a strong Critique of capitalism to then Be promoting communism Or something but he's not pro Anything no he's he's, just Looking at what there is And and you know the the Best definition I've ever heard of cynicism Is uh, seeing through Things like you assume Everything has a false face And you see through. I mean if you Go back to like the the Greek we're not Going to do that but um, it's It's this uh, Assumption that nothing is innocent. Nothing is what it appears to be. And it is my job as the cynic to unmask everything. And that's, per- um, I think that's
1: perfect for, for what Russell and Pew do uh, on these issues that they, they, they look at everything here and
0: say, well, like- and there's nothing that they go after that, in my opinion, isn't fair game. You know, and I, I'm a, I agree. I agree. I'm, yeah. I'm a religious man. And I think his criticisms of the religion practice here are completely okay. fair. Uh, yeah. I believe, you know, in science yeah. and yeah. I think his criticism yeah. of science is fair. Yeah, because he's not going after the idea
1: of religion or science. What he's really going after is like the use of it, the, the presentation. Misuse, of yes. It. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. imposition. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the, the, any the, power grab Yeah. Uh, that's out of order for those things. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. Or, you know, or, you know, it seems like he's even disappointed in religion for being fixated on the type of donuts they serve instead of more substantial things exactly. that yeah, they yeah, could yeah. be focusing yeah. on. Yeah. And so, so it's the, like the, he's on. not saying it's wrong to focus on those things in some way, but the attractional, like throw money at it, uh, you know, to, yeah. in order to collect money from it uh, is very cynical. But there's a whole issue that deals with relationships. I was going to say, we, we should specifically, we
1: should, we should, we should, we should be
0: careful. We should end um, issue one by saying yes, Yeah. This. yeah. No offense, but it seems like the whole point of civilization is to get someone else to do your killing for you. I had to really chew on that. I mean, I really, really thought, oh, my goodness. Like I, you know, as an American citizen, um, whether I chose to or voted to or was even born yet in the benefactor of the American military winning many skirmishes and wars and conflicts in the past. My lifestyle is better because of that. And uh, all I had to do was like pay taxes, be part of it. And someone else did killing that benefited me. And it's like, wow, that is just uh, that is brutal. And again, I don't think Russell, I think there's a way to like lob like cynicism in a cheap way that any hack can do it. This is really targeted, precise. And if you're being honest, this is true. Uh, I, I was going to, I was going that to compare that. That's not all civilization is.
1: No, no. Well, but I, that's, I, I was going to compare it back to the idea, the 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 line you quoted that Fred say, well, you know, what are you do with money? I said, I don't know. You buy something that something, someone <laughs> else hated to make it on, on the surface, both of those things, both those commentaries, they feel very reductive. You know, you're like, oh, that's just, you, you're, it, it's very superficial. It, it, it's very glib you know i think right. i think a, a lot of the stuff um can that, that 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 he writes a lot of his commentary can be read that way but you're right that doesn't mean he's wrong you know right. doesn't mean that
0: right, and so may, and then he, this, he may not you be,
1: know. he may not be absolutely correct but it, it doesn't mean he's wrong he is he's pointing that lens back at it and Part of the uncomfortableness of it is because there is, there's more. I think there's more than just a granted truth. Like there's a lot of truth in that.
0: Oh, there's substantial. And, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it isn't just a small bit there. It's is there's a lot that that's really, really weighty. It's funny to say, it's funny to read, but kind of the more you sit on it, the more you chew on it. Um, kind of maybe the more I think the more disturbed you get because you you start seeing that, um, like it maybe there's more truth there than, 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 than falsehood, you know, that it's maybe that there, that maybe you didn't, maybe you think the same thing. Maybe you deliberately ignored some of these things because you didn't want to deal with the uncomfortable truth of it. You know, he's, he's trying to expose that. And he said, he does it in a way that I think you can, if you are so disposed, you can dismiss it as being glib, you know? Oh, that's just ridiculous, and and then you close the book and you're done. But if you're if you're open-minded enough to to really really let it let it marinate, um,
0: well, and I think if you if you press on, you know, if you keep going to really hear, Mm -hmm. uh, he, I think a superficial reading of the first issue, you would think he hates the Flintstones, he hates DC, he hates Hanna Barbera, he hates society, he hates society, yeah, right, and it's like that's not I don't. I don't know Mark Russell, but I don't think that's who he is. No, uh, I don't think there's any reason uh, to suggest that. Uh, although he dev, he does hate art critics.
1: Yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> yeah, the end, last thing we get here yeah. is
0: the the primitive art gallery. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm bored. Let's take our challenging commentary elsewhere. Like, get out of here. This is so brutal. And I, you know, and I love that Wilma eventually gets her redemption uh yeah. in, in this uh story mm-hmm. arc uh and and there's eventually a really beautiful uh well no it's in this issue a really beautiful backstory of why she does the art she does and mm-hmm. why it's so meaningful why it's, to and her. why it's important to her yes right yeah uh and and you realize like oh she's not this is not a cheap imitation of anything this mm-hmm. is her truest form of expression which is what art is supposed to be yeah but the critics didn't Want to understand her perspective. They just yeah. wanted to use, uh you know, the tools they have mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to register the opinions they have on any piece that was unfortunate enough to be in front of them. Yeah. Uh, and then we end with, you know, the kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, it, Again, it, if you open with device, it, you have yeah. to close with it. Yes. Uh, yeah. But at yeah. least, at least it's behind us now.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so that was, that's one of those things where, where, I remember getting the first issue and being like, all right, we got to go back to that. And then that was the initial worry of like, well, gee, what's good. issue two going to be, are we going to do the same thing again? And then uh, for me being very, very glad, like, Oh, maybe we're, you know, we we don't get that. So maybe, maybe we're not getting that framing device all the way through. uh, And and I felt much better about the series going forward. Cause yeah, I, I didn't, that was the, the weakest part of what I well, again, what I think was the weakest issue, even though there's a lot of really good stuff there, just having that framing device feels like a a really unnecessary crutch. If they had done it every issue,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, it would be it, just, it would be bad. And yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah, an unnecessary is the best word. It's yeah. it's not yeah. even it wasn't that it was like lacking taste or that mm-hmm. it. I mean it it technically worked for what it was, but you didn't. It,
1: it would have been the same commentary every time, right? It would have been. It would have been, been someone, the exact same thing. It, it, it would have been, been someone us being in, 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 snide in,
0: in, about their yes. civilization and then S- realizing theirs is the same as ours and yada, yeah, exactly.
1: Yada. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, you know, someone making a snider mark, making a, 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 a wildly inaccurate uh, 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 assumption of, of what this thing is or was that we found. And then we get the issue showing that what it actually was. And it's just a parallel to our world. And then we cut back to the. Yeah, it would have been that would have gotten really stale. Really, really quickly. So I'm, I'm really glad they didn't, they didn't follow up on that and, and feel the need like, oh, we have to have this tie every time. We have to have a hook, um, because that's one of the things that um, when we discussed these, these DC Hanna Barbera, uh, not crossovers, but the, 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 this line that, um, that, uh, that, that DC was putting forth, that almost all the books had some sort of hook to them, right? And the Flintstones didn't. The Flintstones was just here's a version of the Flintstones, and and their hook was something much much bigger in terms of uh, this kind of like sat- satire and commentary. But their hook could have been that framing device from the from the first from the first issue, where every issue was us looking back on them as opposed to just getting a story. And I'm I'm glad they didn't go that way because yeah, it would have been a significantly lesser book, I think, a a, a significantly lesser comic. So
0: for sure. Uh okay. So now we're in issue two. This one, like I I have like very few notes here. So I think we're gonna move at a faster clip. Mm-hmm. This buyer beware, kind of a good standalone piece. Uh much better issue than the first one. It's just much more focused and targeted. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's on the invention of stuff, basically. Yeah. It's, it's like it's consumerism. We've, we've created these jobs in exchange for the job. We've given you money. Now we have to give you mm-hmm. something to do with the money. Um And so you see, you know, the mall opening and, uh, the one that hit home the most was, uh, bone Depot, um, (laughs) says, Hey, look like you look like you're a man who's serious about weeds. And she says, uh, you know, what's a weed? He said, it's, uh, I don't know how to answer that question. And my (laughs) wife and I get into this fair amount because, uh, you know, she's into composting and she's into gardening, uh, and she's into biodiversity in the yard. Whereas I kind of would like my yard looking kind of tidy and neat. And we had this huge disagreement like, oh, the same week I was reading this, I wanted to like clear out this little patch of garbage on the side of our house because this weed had shot up to like eight feet, but then it bloomed. And it was a a hibiscus flower of some kind. And I was like, Susan, please let me take this weed out. she's like, well, it's not a weed. And I was like, it is a weed. It's, it's like taller than the window in front of it. It's taller than anything we want to be growing there. It's a weed. She said, well, no, you just told me like what type of flower it is. I was like, yeah, but that's like, we didn't plant it. So it's a weed. And um, then I read this and I was like, dang it. I am, I've totally Uh bought into the consumer, like the construct of like, uh, and, and you know, in Cincinnati, the great weed that plagues us all is honeysuckle. Uh, which is what the whole region would be covered with if people didn't live here. But we have moved in. It's invasive and it grows fast and we don't want it. So it is a weed. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it, you know, if you go to a uh, home Depot rather than bone Depot, you can buy a weed killer. And like, I dare you to go into home Depot and ask the person, which plants specifically does this kill? Um, like, please define weed for me. Uh, I think it's still very hard to do. Like, I guess like ragweed, you know, is, has weed there in the name, but for the most part, weeds are a completely a construct. I will it, grant him full marks it, on that it's, one.
1: It's it's just the thing that you don't want growing there.
0: Uh, right. and he's taking the power. <laughs> power goat, yeah out. yeah it, um, it, 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 it,
1: extremely
0: it's, brutal life you know a lot of these animals have terrible lives the power coat with its legs it has yeah. legs but they're yeah. like tied up and put on a skewer so that he can hold yeah. him like a weed whacker yeah um uh, extremely tough beat for the for the goat yeah
1: yeah yeah uh the 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 appliances are are one of those I think uh that's one of the running storylines that that I don't think you 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 don't know what's happening as you're reading until it hits a certain point, And then you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Are this like, is this the most important thing in the comic? You know, I think it hits you very suddenly. We'll, we'll get there towards the end of, of this arc. But you know, one of my favorite pages in recent comic history is comes from this book and we'll get there, but it, it involves the appliances. And it's, it's, it's one of those things that's really sneaky because it starts, it starts very funny here with power go. It's, like, yeah. It's hilarious. Like
0: and I will say this is where uh, the cynicism and crit- criticism becomes more targeted and therefore more meaningful because yeah. the first one was kind of like broad strokes criticism mm-hmm. of capitalism, mm-hmm. which I see every day on my Twitter feed, my Instagram yeah. feed, and my TikTok feed. Like people are just railing against capitalism, uh, critiquing you know big money grabs. Uh, we're recording this like the week that Elon Musk has taken over Twitter and just laid off. 7,500 employees by sending them Elon Musk memes in their email. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like this stuff, like real that solid. criticism writes itself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we don't need a great artist to yeah. come along and point out the absurdity there. Yeah. yeah that, but that, that's, almost impossible. Meat eaters, that, that's
1: almost impossible to satire because it's, it's almost satire in real life.
0: Right. I mean, and yeah. that's the thing is like, this is where oh, this is why the mockumentary style of the double O's became so popular because uh, they, they didn't have to do farcical stuff anymore. They just yeah. had to have someone look at the camera and be like, can you believe this is happening? Yeah, Because like, that's what how every millennial yeah. in the workforce felt. Mm-hmm. When we were entering, we were like watching boomers use computers. And we were like, is there like, can I Jim the camera? Like, is there anywhere yeah. I can look just in despair and defeat to say, what is this? And you know, the Jim, gym, Jim, gym, uh, looking at the camera in the office is exactly lifted from the Flintstones cartoons. Yeah. You know, that is what the animals did yeah. uh in the cartoon. Yeah.
1: The, the animals are, are are commenting on the humans. Right. Um, you know, in and in, in, in a way, and yeah, so having the introduced here, um, you know, with power goat, and then we have the, the dishwasher, you have the record player, can opener, uh I guess, uh, the coat rack, you, you, you have all sorts of things here. And again, these are all staples of the Flintstones cartoon, you know, you know, as you're, if you were someone who was aware and, and and knew the Flintstones, this is the introduction. You're seeing all this stuff here. You're seeing all these things come into play, uh, all these elements that you would have, uh, you, uh, you know, you wouldn't have, uh, that, that weren't in that first issue. So he's bringing them back and he's bringing them back in a way that, um, Hopefully, makes you rethink their existence.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, and and yeah, and then he immediately moves on to religion, and he's got a lot of bones to pick with the religion. He does. That being said, like hang with him because he has a really beautiful, um, empathetic take on this character. By the end of the arc, uh, but he's going to take some punches you know he's going to take some body blows before we get there
1: and 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 as we discussed religion specifically is the topic that has gotten russell's work the most criticism outside criticism has the most i guess controversy surrounding it not not of his making of just it's kind of mere existence um in terms of some of the books he's written so it's it's not it's not shocking that it would play a role here because this is, you know, kind of early comic work for him. He's working out some of his ideas. Um, he he plays much more into this idea in his book, second coming um, that they did uh, that received a lot of controversy, a lot of media. Uh, uh, scrutiny. Well, God is time.
0: disappointed in you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this so, is, so yeah, but, but again, I think it, all of his criticism is of bad religion. Well, yeah, and it, I have it, it, yes. no, it, it, I yeah. don't want to be defending bad religion. <laughs> like, it, 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 yeah. That's, that's it, my it, thing. Yeah.
1: It comes down to, to if you are in that picture or not, if you are someone who thinks this view of religion is what it is, you're going to be offended by it, you know? So yeah, he, he, I don't think, I think he has been, a lot of charges have been leveled against him that he is anti-religion and specifically anti-Christianity. I think there's a lot of that there. I don't think he is. I very much don't think he is. I mean, I, I think
0: I, he's against it as a hegemonic power in society. Yeah. Yes. And so am I. Yeah. He, and- he, he He's against
1: how religion, specifically Christianity in this country, how it is used. Um, yeah. I think both as a shield and a sword, you know, depending on, oh, depending yeah. on what, what is needed as opposed to, as opposed to being like a belief system and a way you live your life and a way you view the world. It, yeah, it, it becomes this, this, these, these other parts of what, what religion is kind of bastardized and become you're like, yeah, I think you, you, you bad religion. I agree with it entirely, but that all depends on what side of the fence you're on. If you're in that, you think this is the way it's supposed to be. And you see his commentary, his critique, and you get very offended by it because no, this is, this is the way, this is what I believe. This is what it's supposed to be when that's, you know, he's commenting on not, not the, not the base, not faith. He's not commenting on that. He's commenting right. uh, on the, on the, you know, christianity industrial complex or whatever exactly you know?
0: yeah, yeah, it, yeah that's a perfect term for it yeah yeah and and it, it starts here it
1: starts here right. a, and i it, think it becomes it becomes one of the through lines that that is sprinkled in it's, it's like the, the 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 c or the d storyline you, you know every so often we jump back to the church yeah you know, and i think back-
0: there's like if if you're a if you're a good reader uh and this is not about uh reading mark russell this is just being a good reader in general and you are uh, a Christian and you read this type of critique of a form of, you know, Christianity or religion and you're something in there is like, uh, Hey, that, you know, that kind of bothers me. You know, there are a few ways to do this. You know, one would be to like disavow it, try to destroy it, which is like the OG cancel culture, which by the way, Christians in like in the, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties invented. Yeah. Uh, of like boycotting pop culture and things like that yeah. uh and now they're uh, you know offended by it, whatever um but that that was uh one approach to it the other approach is to just say you know just going to ignore it just going to tune it out uh which uh, is uh, like what a lot of religious people do they create parallel uh structures of pop culture they have mm-hmm. uh you know christian music i don't know if you ever heard mike Birbiglia stand up about how, you know, he's when he drives from show to show and he listens to the radio every once in a while, he'll find a station and he'll be like, oh, this song's kind of OK. And then it turns into a Jesus ballad. And it's like, <laughs> no, I was tricked. <laughs> and uh, it's like, why would you do that? I mean, like, like uh, to me, like some of the greatest musicians in the world, whether it be, you know, Beethoven or, or Bach, were uh, were we're writing music from. Uh, the vantage point of their belief system and their faith. But it was not something that only people who agree with them could listen to. <laughs> yeah. Um. And, and so I think these are like thin skin moves from crappy religion. Yeah. And uh, I think if you find yourself identifying, uh, you know, with the criticism of this, the smart reader will say, oh, maybe I need to update that. Like Maybe I, don't, I need to examine why. Right, you don't need to like abandon, uh, you know the good parts. Of, you know the the parts that are um, you know have always been helpful and true. But these things are corrosive, destructive, uh, and really obscure what religion should be about. And I think, you know, m- you know, I think uh, it's I go back to this quote a lot. But George Carlin, inside every cynic is a disappointed idealist. I think Mark Russell, in order to be a cynic. Has a really beautiful understanding of what religion canon should be.
1: Yeah, and he gets there at the end. And he's, at the end of the yes, series, yeah, and definitely. he gets there at the end. Mm-hmm.
0: And seeing this monstrosity is what he's so disappointed in.
1: I I agree. I agree. I, and and he, he 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 starts laying the groundwork here, and said it, as it's sprinkled in through, you know whether it's you know uh, various other issues here, he keeps building up the thing that he dislikes about it so he can at the end when it tears it down he can then present what he believes his idea actually is and it's not that it's not ultimately that that faith and religion and belief is bad that's not that's not right the thing he's really against
0: like i think and if he had done that in reverse if he had started you know the really beautiful depiction first and then criticized it for 11 issues that doesn't work it doesn't. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think about. You, you would
1: then just like you. You would tune it out then, right? You
0: wouldn't. Right. You just wouldn't hear it because you'd every, be like, "Well, oh, I know where he lies deep." Down. Every
1: time. Every time we went back to it. Every time they went back to the church at that point and showed something else, you'd be like, "Oh, whatever." Just you know, it, it doesn't. That that doesn't. Like matter. we already
0: know what the real nugget is. Yeah. He's yeah, getting yeah. at. Uh. Yeah. So we don't care about the chipping away the crappy yeah. stuff yeah. Yeah. first, and that's that's what he's doing. He's like, he's like someone looking at a big stone with a chisel. And he can see what the beautiful thing, the statue is inside. Yeah. And so for 12 issues, he's going to chisel away at religion. He's going to chisel away at science. He's going to chisel away at civilization yeah. at the things, at human that, relationships yeah. at the things and the I mean, other and, people
1: think are important about this, but it's not right. Oh you know, yeah. That's what he's taken in by that, 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 that. That's, that's really great. And, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm going to look past the, the, what I'm going to assume was a carefully planned stone pond. Um, it was a not? Oh my
0: gosh! Uh, yeah,
1: but I, you know, I, I don't want to get out of this issue um, without you know, obviously the, the main theme here is that this about consumerism, material goods, but we can't overlook the the beef storyline about the vitamins. Um, right. Um, I, if you Shamrock are of a certain vitamins. age, if you are of a certain age um, in this country, there's a good chance you ate Flintstone vitamins as a kid. Right. 100% um, I did I yeah mean, yeah I you know uh delicious uh, so you so, said absolutely they were because they might they might as well just have been candy but I love yeah, I mean idea. I had
0: them after eating fruity pebbles by the yeah, way yeah. are you a fruity or cocoa
1: uh oh I like them I like, both I like I, I I i would have had didn't have a lot of so growing up that kind of cereal but I, I prefer cocoa pebbles that was mine okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I I love how they managed to in this story not just bring in the you know bring in all parts of the flintstones ethos you know that that the flintstones vitamins are as important to the idea of the flintstones as anything you saw in the comics uh, and and the the cartoons anything you saw in any movies anything like that the vitamins are important part of the 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 mythos of the flintstones and they found a way to put it in 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 a in the The only thing that i would have
0: done differently is i would have loved it if they called it like Chromag vitamins. Uh, which
2: <laughs>
0: like us referring to uh you know the flint, you know, the Stone Age people as Flintstone vitamins. Uh-huh. Yep. If they had, you know, and again, the people they're referring to self-identify as Neanderthals. Yes. But to yeah. call the product Chromag Vitamins seems like that would have been the perfect bow.
1: That that really, that really would have been. That would have been that would have been that would have been uh just an, another another level.
0: But there's plenty of levels without that yeah there are, um, there are so yeah yeah there's i mean there's uh you know all the toothpaste and products like i just immediately they go from zero to 100 with the products yeah um yeah and then you know the domestication of animals yeah. which there's yeah. a whole issue about domestication
1: yeah. well but so at the end there i mean uh you know i mean we get the we get the secret origin of dino uh, yes uh as 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 an appliance that was going to be recycled uh when they add. Which is
0: justly—it's brutal.
1: It's I mean, it's so
0: brutal. I mean, wait, and later wait. in this, you'll see them literally throw away a living yeah. Uh, yeah. animal because yeah. it's a broken appliance.
1: It's a broken, yeah. And, and and you know, when Fred asked, you know, like, you know, what does it do? He's like, I don't know anything. It's like, perfect, I'll take it. You know, and you see it's Dino, and there's <laughs> and like, I, I'm not a pet owner, but still, there's something about that you're like, wow, that's there's something there. And and again, that sets up this other through line, this idea that. Dino is a pet, but yet animals are supposed to be quote unquote appliances here. So, you know, and, and, you know, it, you know, he's a, he's a traitor as it were, we, you know, we, we get to that down the line here, but again, setting all these things up here, but that's just, again, the, the, to kind of reframe everything you think you know about the Flintstones and and what they are and what they're about, uh, see them all in, in kind of a different light. Um, and I think, you know, so we get that in, in issue two here, we get, we get the origin of of Dino, and then moving into issue three, we get the, the space we get race. The or, well, well, but we, we we get the origin also of 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 Yabba Dabba Doo. It changes the context of what right. that is. You know, again, that's one of the one of the signature things. when you think about you think about the Flintstones for Fred Flintstone. I mean, the about, first thing
0: I think of is
2: well
1: You know, that, from that the opening well. credits. Yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah, Yabba Dabba Doo is yeah. right up there. And then to uh,
1: t- to take that and reframe that as like some sort of PTSD coping device, yeah, you know, some, some, some mental health, like uh, a, a trigger for them to, to, to remember that uh, the world isn't all at war, you know, that things can get better and it's a coping mechanism. Uh,
0: yeah. It, 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 it kind of melts your brain. And speaking of coping mechanisms, I, this is when we were talking pre-podcast and we both delighted in the same observation on the first panel of issue three uh bedrock middle school the name of the school or the mascot is home of the fighting tree people which is an appropriation from the paleolithic wars that all the men in town still have ptsd from exactly (laughs) their conquered enemy is now made like a heroic or uh, you know meant to be a mascot, and you know, again, this goes back to like the Cleveland Guardians thing in baseball. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the idea like that people yeah. that were absolutely brutalized were like, yeah. uh, in hindsight, it's like actually they're 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 pretty yeah. noble, pretty strong, pretty wise. We're gonna yeah. make them our mascot, you know, but we're gonna use our name for them. Yeah, the, the, uh, and it's just like, in, in <laughs> full marks for wanting to respect them, yeah. uh, but you get zero out of one hundred for execution here. Mm -hmm. um yeah and i i don't think it was uh, like i don't think whoever picked that for the middle school meant it like to be a source of derision uh you know it was an earnest choice by someone because that's what civilization does exactly uh, it's conquered enemies and, and,
1: and when we think about all of our 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 school and professional team mascots that have you know questionable origins they're all the same kind of way you know no one's i mean maybe except you know well, I mean, even when they—I mean, I—I I, I got a hard time defending the <laughs> Washington Football Team slash Commanders and their former name because that's like a straight-up racial slur. But yeah, like it's the really Chiefs bad. and the the Chiefs and the Braves, or even even a lot of colleges in this country when they take the name of maybe the local indigenous tribe, whether they are the Seminoles, the the Sioux, the Alai, um, you know, they a, a lot of those schools have for many years worked with the local tribes and communities you know um and and a lot of them have their blessing but just because they have the blessing of that tribe of those people does that mean it's still okay to use you know that's one of those things that that you know i'm 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 not going to weigh in on because i'm not i'm not oh, i'm not from that group you know
0: right but- i mean that's the thing is like yeah you got the modern you know the modern people from that group to yeah, sign off on yeah, it but uh, yeah. to me it's like
1: what's the history of why are it? Yeah. you
0: trying to figure out where the line it, is why don't it, you it, step further back from the line
1: ex- exactly, exactly like your it, alma
0: mater i'm sure has yeah. a wonderful relationship with the cavalier people yes uh,
1: yes 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 <laughs> and, and, and
0: uh you know mine has uh with the Bearcats, which makes everyone ask yeah. what is a bear cat uh well you know the funny thing is like they're called the Bearcats, and the bench wrong was a retcon
1: yeah, um, yeah,
0: it was yeah. named after a football player named Bear B E H R, who moved like a cat, and they chanted Bearcat when he's on the field. But people kept chanting after he graduated, and they were like, "I guess we're the Bearcats now." now. This is yeah. like yeah. in the so,
1: 1920s. So, so, so now we got to figure out what a Bearcat is, right? And yeah, then yeah.
0: they went to like every zoo in the country, were like, "What kind of looks like a bear and a cat?" Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the Binturong was renamed uh, to suit the University of yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah, uh yeah. but no, but, they're, they're you know but, but still a better the, beat than. Uh, than the Cleveland Indians,
1: yes, yeah, or the 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 fighting tree people. But again, it, it's one of those things. It's in that first panel, and it's not talked about. But then, as you go through this, as you go through this issue, and, and 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 further on, and you find out who the tree people were, and that they were just the indigenous population that got wiped out so they could make bedrock, you know.
0: Right. And this to me, okay, so this one felt like reading Howard Zinn's A uh, People's History of the United States of America. I don't know if you ever sure. read that. Um, uh, no, I didn't, but i, I I'm It's, aware of, it's yeah. just like uh, he will go through like every segment of U.S. history and just assume the opposite side. Uh, you know, when it comes to uh, the colonizers versus the indige- indigenous people, he will give you uh, a close in look at the nobility, strength and everything else of the indigenous people that were here uh, and show the colonizer's uh, in contrast to that, so he's always assuming the opposite side, which is what he does with the tree people. It's like now, if the tree people were the protagonists here, Mark Russell would have a criticism of you know, uh, like I don't know whatever whatever's wrong with the tree people, but yeah, yeah. because they're uh, they're the oppressed ones here. We're going to get their side of the story, which is great. Yeah, um, it is. I and, also you know, love you know the space the space race stuff is well, it's it it, it, just. It, 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 Cracks me up, not only that the, the chimp is telling tell my wife I love her very much, <laughs> and the dinosaur being dropped onto the launch pads says she knows like the best conversations here are between the animals. Yeah, they, they said, again, you,
1: you come to realize that it's possible. It's possible that the appliances are the most important characters. The most important things are being said between them as you move through. Um, but yeah the, the, there's a great juxtaposition in this in, in this issue again with the Oh, but
0: there's a two-sided juxtaposition which gets even better
1: well exactly exactly with, with, with you you have because you, you have- think
0: oh my gosh these people are so stupid and the animals are so good yeah and you just mm-hmm. are like totally disgusted with them and then the aliens roll in
1: yes yeah 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 and so you have the aliens who they're not really colonizing bedrock but the idea that uh, this other no, Force in, it which is yes, worse yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, I mean it's, but, it's
0: like uh, it's yeah. capitalist tourism yeah. which
1: and, is and uh, and that's and that's that's juxtaposed here also with with how you know the the our characters went in our our bedrock characters went in and and took out the tree people you know this other this other culture that they went and invaded we're, we're, we're seeing all these sides here um and yeah the end result is we end up with the the great Gazoo, which is another another staple of the uh another staple of the, uh, the, uh, well, I think more importantly, we see
0: that this is the quote unquote more civilized society, more advanced society. They've invented intergalactic flight Mm -hmm. and their kids are the worst. Yeah. They are like drunken party animals, Mm -hmm. uh, complete bullies and just the absolute worst type of being. And that's the fruit of great civilization. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's and so yeah. uh in the opening pages, you think these these people of bedrock are so stupid. They're mistreating these animals. And then you see the more advanced version of society and you're like, oh, my gosh, they're even worse than the bedrock people. Maybe the bedrock people aren't so bad after all. Yeah. And yeah. so Mark Russell has you right, right where he wants you. And there, uh, there is something, too, that I think is a
1: through line through a lot of Russell's work um, in that uh the smartest characters. The most observant smartest characters in his work are oftentimes the children of your so-called main characters so like throughout throughout this entire series the only person with any actual sense really is pebbles the only one who who right. who sees what's going on the only one who who, who has any level of real intelligence of, of know-how amongst all the adults and even the other children is pebbles she is the one who can look at her parents and be like, "Yeah, I love them. They're great, but they're kind of idiots. They don't know what's going on." You know, which she is looks like
0: the, kind of a classic trope of cartoons. You it, know, it, it, it's it, The it, Simpsons, it, it, Family it Guy. Is. Yeah, yeah. The um, idea that
1: the younger generation is the one that looks up and, and has some sense of 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 understanding uh, a different level of clarity, um, and we see that we start seeing that here. Uh, we start seeing you know, kind of her, uh, 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 just her character. Versus again, the other kids, the the the, the that being aliens. said, I that still think
0: Bam Bam's an idiot.
1: Oh no no no! no oh, like oh, I love he, a lovable well, idiot. He yeah. I, I'm talking specifically about Pebbles
0: only. Yeah, she's the Pebbles. one. yes yeah, okay. she she's the, the one. They both yeah. begin their foray into science here. They do. Yeah, but, but, but it seems like is, he's yeah. just along for the ride because he's friends with Pebbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. the driver of this. And by the way, Car- yeah. <laughs> I almost called him Carl because it's oh. Professor Sargon. Sargon, yes, clearly. Sagan. Yeah, Carl, Carl, Carl Sagan Yes. Um, so it's a Freudian slip on my part uh mm-hmm. I blew the lead there um
1: <laughs> but no yeah it, but it, I love
0: this idea that the dominant species has idiot kits like to me yeah. that was the big takeaway from volume or, or from issue yeah. three
1: yeah and and there, there there are so many fun things in terms of how they are drawn and depicted um in terms of like you know how they're closed, like the tribal tattoo on the arm or something like that. Like just the, the worst version of the worst people you knew in college. Uh, yeah, that who that who these are, you know, as they're on, uh, as they're on galactic break as it were. Um,
0: and in the <laughs> meantime, uh, w- like one of them gets killed in the crossfire, Joe, mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. by the way, was suicidal. Yeah. Um like really dark stuff. Suicidal yeah. from PTSD. Yes. Uh you know going to these group meetings. I yeah. actually found that to be probably the most moving thing in volume 1. Like in the first 6 issues. Uh yeah. I, unless uh, unless there's one I'm not going to spoil it and if it's not here but there's one other thing, one other story beat that really got me. But this one him dying yeah. and then society uh making a statue Of the monkey they lost by throwing into space instead of the guy who who, who fought in the Paleolithic Wars and then gave his life, uh, you know, defending them from the alien children. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't think of anything more excruciating than watching this unfold. But we see it all the time. Oh, yeah. This is this is real.
1: Yeah. And it's it's presented. Obviously, there's Sergeant Grumbles. Yeah. The. 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 the, the, (laughs) The colors are so bright. The uh Steve Pugh's art has uh uh there's kind of a, an inherent kind of committing nature to it. There's a, a cartoonishness to it. So there's there's a lightness to what you're reading and what you're seeing that appears. But yeah, you look at it and you see yeah, the that judge yeah, position, yeah. Yeah, Joe is yeah, you know, he's he's we had that one scene earlier, I and mean, maybe it's just a panel or two where he's back when wherever he's living. And it's clearly it's just like this one bedroom. Like it's just there's nothing there. You know he's in this super dark place, and it's only when when you know Fred and 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 Barney go there and be like, "Hey, we we, we need you. We need the soldier again." You know he he, right. he found no way to to to. He never to learned re- how to move past me. being a soldier, but yeah. he's still yeah, good at being light. a soldier. Yeah, and by the so,
0: way, that's a shout out to Chris Chuckery, the colorist.
1: Yo, yes, 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 yes. It's um, it's, 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 I it's. I mean, it's Steve so
0: Hughes, uh it's, You know, yeah. pencil and ink, mm-hmm. um, but it's
1: it's it's so bright. It jumps off the page, but they, there's some really, really dark stuff there. And and yeah, Joe is is that character. And you're like, wow, that's there is there is a lot of truth in that.
0: Right. Oh yeah.
1: In terms of in terms of especially at this time when you think about um when this was written to 2005, coming in 2000 sorry, 2015, coming on 2016, the amount of wars we had been in for the past, you know, at that point, almost 15 some odd years, you know, generations of, 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 of people generations of Americans having gone off and come back from war. And how do we deal with that? Um, and to, just to see it in this way. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's so number, pointed
0: like, you know, homeless veterans and, uh, uninsured veterans and all those other mm-hmm. things is, is, um, like heartbreaking stuff yeah yeah and uh it's kind of it's kind of a punchline, but it's not irreverent um and i think yeah that's the beauty of mark russell is he's like irreverent and flippant about you know religion and all these other things and then he's bringing up serious issues but he knows when to become somber and serious
1: yeah 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 again joe is not the joke
0: no, it's no, no. society it's, is the joke.
1: Society's reaction to, to him and, and it's someone like humor joke.
0: because yeah, it's not laugh out loud humor. It's just like no. ooh, that yeah, it's it's that, uncomfortable you
1: know. here, but yeah. Cause yeah, Joe is never made, he is never made to be the butt of the joke. The the PTSD, the trauma, that's never meant to be the joke. It is the it is the society's reaction to that, how they treat those people, how they see those people. That's the mirror he's holding up to. That's what he's trying to skewer. Um, so yeah, no, I I, I cause because I don't think to, that, that isn't a line you would cross because that that that's a line into just being an absolutely terrible person you know as a as yeah, a writer I mean, there are a like stand-up yeah.
0: comedians who would you yeah, know, yeah 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 like and, being and, edgy and shock jocks yeah who would say yeah. stuff like that but he's, uh, he's i think not, it's important he's not to notice, a soldier. right and i think it's important to note that while he is uh cynical and a kind of class and all these things that we keep saying yeah. he's not a shock jock no no,
1: uh, no 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 you
0: know i there's not There's not like a bunch of, uh, you know, he's, there's no profanity in here that I recall. No, Uh, you know, there's not nudity. In fact, I actually think um, by the standards of like Flintstones, comic books, all the other things, I think uh, women are portrayed relatively modestly uh, when there's been a lot of objectification uh, in, in the past uh, for characters like Wilma and. Uh, mm-hmm. And and stuff like that, so I feel for- like uh, I was I kind of had like a, a little bit of a radar for that of like, oh, are they going to like try to do some like, you know, crappy Halloween costume version of these characters? And it's like another people, you know, there's yeah. um, in fact, I was hesitant to even bring that up because um, it, it feels like you shouldn't really get credit for how it should be done. Yeah, but, but but the fact but, that the industry yes at times has been so bad mm-hmm. at depicting the human body. In fact, the most unrealistic depiction are uh, you know Barney and Fred who oh, are Barney. Fre-
1: oh yeah, no, the, 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 like um, Fred's proportions are as as a as a, as a, <laughs> a being are aren't even anywhere close to any realistic. Yeah, like the, it, col- the closest absurd.
0: would be like Dave Bautista or Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and even then they'd have to wear some padding or yeah, CGI. Yeah. And then have their, their, these roles
1: and, and then have their arms like be like one and a half times longer. Like they're, they're just, right. they, it doesn't make any sense, but no, yeah, it, it, it's, that isn't the point of what they're trying to do, or what they're trying to, what they're trying to comment on. So yeah, they, they get credit for, for not doing something, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, which should
0: be Steve Pew. Yeah. You know, yeah. Steve yeah, Pew. Yeah. like, I don't know their
1: character design. Isn't that that's not what they're, they're, they're pointing their, pointing their radar at you know at this
0: time so right and uh moving on we've not discussed any cover art yet but mm-hmm. i think uh issue four deserves a little bit of attention yeah Penoza, picket yeah. signs mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. take a wife not on your life keep it yeah. polygamous a child deserves <laughs> several fathers mothers. and about a dozen, dozen mothers, of mothers. <laughs> monogamy destroys yeah uh really uh pointed issue here Uh, Now this this one cuts, the storytelling of this is about a thousand years before the Flintstone. So this is the inverse of how issue one opens, but this one, while it's not in the, uh, you know, it's not in the show, this one works a little better for me than issue one.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think so too. I think so. I think so too.
0: Um, And and this one's called domestications. And it starts with the domesticating of the arbitrary distinction of which animals are pets. And which ones are food and which ones are... Predators. Appliances in this case, yeah. yeah. Uh, or appliances, yeah. Um, uh, well, you know, it starts with him hugging a saber tooth. I love you, yeah. kitty. Yeah. And the cat thinking, I prefer you to starvation, which 100%, every cat owner knows, like, if this animal were the same size as me, yeah. I would be breakfast. <laughs> um, but they're cute and cuddly because they're so much mm-hmm. smaller than me. Uh, yeah. In fact, it's kind of dark, but we always... My wife and I have occasionally wondered, like, if one of us died, would the cats eventually eat us? Uh, I mean, probably. I yeah, you know, that's kind of what I think. I mean, probably, I think probably they yeah. do love me and they're affectionate towards me. But I think you know, you lay there long enough, dead enough, yeah. and you're not getting food for them. What are their options?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, you become food.
0: So, so. really bleak yeah, stuff for pet owners.
1: It is, it is. But you know, again, we 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 you know, the, 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 the first panel back in the present day is you see Pebbles playing with Dino and you see the, um, I guess that's the mixer, right? The stand mixer there who yes, refers to Dino as a traitor, you know, cause he's, he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. He's just, he's just a pet. He's not an appliance. He serves no util function as far as they see. So yeah, he's on the outside. Although that
0: um, being said, I, I think, um, That's more criticism, like the bird is calling him a traitor, even though the bird would gladly be in his position. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, that's like, uh, it's not that he, okay, I guess the problem here's my, here's my criticism of the bird, which is uh, a sentence I never thought I would say. (laughs) Um, The the problem is he thinks Dino shouldn't have that, when in reality... What he should be saying is like, no, Dino, I don't want to take anything away from Dino. I want everyone to have what Dino has. Yes, um, yes. And I think that's that's the problem is when we pit classes against each other like that, uh, we start the scarcity mentality of yeah. uh, only so many people can have a good life, and it shouldn't be them. And yeah. it's like, no, no, yeah. no, no. What our goal should be: more people have a good life.
1: Yeah, and and what we see what we see throughout the through the story with the appliances is the idea that they're so entrenched that this is what we do, that this is all we can ever do. Like, Oh, I, I'm supposed right. to be, a you know, I'm supposed to have a function and anyone who doesn't have that, you know, if you're not doing that. So they're, they're so blinded by uh, their oppression that they can't see beyond that, you know? So they're, they're, they're all, they're all, all their mindsets are ingrained in that. Well, this, this is what we're supposed to be. They can't, the 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 mixer there can't view himself as a bird who can fly around and do things because he has no concept of that because he's, he's
0: been domesticated yes, and he, yes and you know then the same in a different way that Tino applies has. To, well yes. and the same lesson applies to marriage yes according as we to, go through according to Mark yeah. Russell yes. by the way uh, huge shout out to the Nick Caveman shirt that Pebbles <laughs> is wearing
1: okay Pebbles um, her shirts great one of the things. One of the things to go through is is like where is the shirt?
0: I will buy them. <laughs> Steve Pugh, put it out there for me. I would gladly buy a Nick Caveman shirt and wear it to a Nick Cave concert. And people people would be like, where did you get this off-brand uh you know shirt? Uh, you know, the billboard for agriculture. <laughs> it yeah. just pops right out of the ground. Yeah. That's capitalism yeah. selling a pre-existing natural service. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: This is, you know, once we get into, once we get into, you know, the, this marriage retreat, um, again, it's, 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 it's not real subtle in terms of what he's trying to say and what he's trying to, what they're trying to get across. There is a panel here um, when they ask, uh, when Fred kind of breaks down what he thinks marriage is, Um, I'm trying to see where page it is here. It's just him. Marriage is like life insurance, where he's talking about basically, and and it is kind of a, a darker, kind of sadder view on what you think marriage might be. Um, but then, you know, as we go through, very similar to all of his other commentary, it starts by breaking it down and having a very dark view of what, of what marriage might be.
0: Uh, only for at the end, you get a sense of of a, and again,
1: of a this more hopeful,
0: is the distinction that I'll draw. He's attacking bad marriage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is
0: like marriage for marriage's sake.
1: Yeah.
0: um, And marriage for the sake of conforming to a norm. Yeah. And what he does here is he inverts the norm and says, like, how would you defend monogamous marriage if that weren't the norm? It's easy to defend in our society where it's the norm because it's the norm. Norms don't need to be defended. They just exist. Yeah. Um, And so he's putting it on. The table and this marriage retreat is yeah. absolutely insufferable. <laughs> uh, like, it's just, uh, like, it's the type of thing where I don't, uh, my wife would never make me go to something like this. But if the prospect of ever having to go to something like this existed, I would be on my best, be- best behavior absolutely all the time. Yeah. Uh, because this, uh, like, makes me want to vomit in my mouth. Uh, with everything the leader of this says and you know the jaded old couple Mm -hmm. kind of a caricature kind of a stereotype but very real
1: yeah yeah Uh, yeah.
0: and then you know you have the the brand new couple fred is being equally dejected by the old cynical couple and the vomit inducing like pep talk from the guy Mm -hmm. uh you know and he says you know Marriage is like insurance. You only enter into a lifetime commitment because you're afraid of the future. But does being a married man mean she will love me forever? Or is it just my attempt to keep her from finding someone better? Is marriage really a sacred bond or just the illusion of security? Uh, It reminds me of, uh, there's a really great song uh, by my favorite artist uh, whose name is Father John Misty. And it's the end of the... I mean, Father John Misty is Mark Russell with a guitar
2: Um,
0: (laughs) because his name is Josh Tillman. He recruited like several folk albums. He used to be the drummer for Fleet Foxes. Uh, And then he recorded a few solo albums that didn't really go anywhere. So he created this fake persona of like the big, big shot guy and writes everything from that perspective. And he's like a fake hipster. But he wrote this song called Holy Sh**. And the lyrics to the song are what he wrote on his wedding day. And like the second verse is uh, age-old gender roles, infotainment capital, Golden Bows and Mercury, Bohemian Nightmare, Dust Bowl Chic. This documentary's lost on me, satirical news, free energy, mobile lifestyle, loveless sex, independence, happiness, and no one ever knows the real you and life is brief. So I've heard, but what's this atom bomb got to do with you and me? Um, and so uh, you know, Coliseum families, the golden era of TV, Unix sluts, consumer slaves arose by any other name. It's just beautiful, poetic prose, ripping uh all institutions and society to shreds, and then he just keeps coming back to like, but what we have is real, and like that would be just an excellent soundtrack for this issue. Definitely, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. In the first verse, ancient holy wars, dead religions, holocaust, new regimes, old ideas. Uh, that's now myth. That's now real original sin, genetic fate, revolution spinning plates. It's important to stay informed, the commentary to comment on. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and then he's, he finally asks, uh, um, love is just an institution based on human frailty, which is what Fred is saying here. Exactly. What's your paradise got to do with Adam and Eve? Maybe love is just an economy based on a resource scarcity but what I fail to see is what that's got to do with you and me. uh, really, really beautiful song. um so, uh yeah, I I kept coming back to that and I, you know, I just adore uh that song and really love, you know, Fred's take here, because I think anyone who's honest will wrestle with those insecurities, um, but ultimately find hope in what they have.
1: No, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so, and, and and again, they're he's not presenting that as uh, I, don't think, I don't think they're presenting that as you know the kind of the end all be all of this is what marriage is. I think there's a reason why they give Fred that because you know Fred is while he's our essential protagonist, you know he is seen as the guy who is just like wildly flawed, and so he's the guy who's always questioning things. He's the guy he's presented as a guy who kind of messes up and, and screws up. So not that he's wrong about things, but but by giving giving him by, by putting that in his voice, I think you're meant to 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 really think about it in 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 the way of like, well, yeah, this is the this is the the everyman viewpoint. I think you're right about saying that it's um um if you're being really honest about it. That's the fear. Right. That's the, you know, and so he he's well, or even if you that. think
0: about it and a lot of people yeah. don't think about it, because, again, so many norms go unquestioned. And it's a question Fred has to ask himself because he's in a society where monogamy is not the norm mm-hmm. for us. It's very easy to get away with never giving a critical thought yeah, uh, yeah. to or at least for a very long time, yeah. not giving a thought to monogamous heterosexual marriage, yeah. uh, which has been the cultural norm. Uh, Which is
1: which is again uh, uh, more things that they skew with this year because it's not just about you know you know the when the town begins to rise up against the idea of monogamy and 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 they 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 come after this they come after this retreat with uh you know again the the things that uh you know with the 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 signs we saw on the cover there the same kind of things that uh that they're, they're going off to um uh, uh, going off on, 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 on this marriage retreat, you know, the, the arguments they're making, everything they're saying about, about monogamous marriage between a man and a woman are all the same, same arguments used. Yeah. I against, guess against same sex marriage against whatever's yep.
0: not the norm yeah you know right. and, it,
1: it, it's the stuff that's being that was that was said against against same sex marriage that previously was said against interracial marriage that it, it, it's the same right. it's the same argument over and over again and again it's one of the ones that that the, the commentary is so so very blatantly and obvious to the point where the the, the, the he names the couple here Adam and Steve like that's literally what I they call it, it, like so, use it, turning
0: the rhetoric on its head
1: ex- exactly to to, 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 to this is one where it's, it, they're not, he's not even trying to be subtle about it. it. It's so overt. He wants to make it over the top in a way to exaggerate the point of like, look at how ridiculous this is, you know, by the, the, there are some things you want to, co- I think there's some things come to you want to come out slyly. Maybe you want to come at from the, from the side or whatever to be clever about it. And sometimes you need like a two by four across the face. And that's right. what this one is. Well, so, and to show the, the, the issue
0: uses three levels of it. So the marriage thing is the most blatant two by four across the mm-hmm. face for domestication. Mid-level is kind of, you know, the pet appliance. Yes. Beast mm-hmm. distinction. Which we, And we, the we, more we, we subtle. Start, we, start
1: seeing, we start seeing more of that in this, in this issue. We start right. seeing then, the appliances talk to each other with, when the, like in a very Toy Storyish kind of way, you know, oh there yeah are people are gone and the but there is a running thing that obviously the, all the appliances can speak to each other. And they understand each other, but the the humans don't understand any of that. But we, yeah, we start seeing some of that here. And that's like your level two.
0: Yeah. And then level three is uh, the public school system. And oh, I right, love yeah, this we, conversation. That's right. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, so what are that. they teaching in school, Pebbles? How to sit still and shut up. Barney with like just a <laughs> gleeful look on his face. The skills that made me what I am today. And by the way, Pebbles <laughs> is eating fruity Pebbles. I don't know if you saw yeah, the cereal yes, box. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. You know, and then it cuts to, uh, you know, Bedrock Middle School, home of the mm-hmm. fighting tree people. Are gonna call mm-hmm. that out every time I see it. Every time we see it. Yep. It's just yep. solid gold. And again, yep. they never put a spotlight on it. You have to study the panels yeah, uh, to find yeah. all these little nuggets. Uh, but, you know, now um, Professor Sargon is in the classroom mm-hmm. teaching. And so I think those are the three levels of domestication, you know, and that public education is one of the ways of uh, us domesticating or civilizing ourselves. Uh, By creating and establishing and perpetuating norms. Um, And again, you would have to be a fool to think like Mark Russell's against schools. Uh, It's like, no, I mean, I was going to say it's just a joke. It's not just a joke. Uh, It is a joke. There is some truth to it. But uh, he's criticizing that reduction of school or misuse of school. Yeah. Yeah. um, Rather than being for the sake of education. You know, when school becomes about making good worker bees instead of making educated, enlightened minds, um, that's you know problematic.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think I think what it comes down to is, and what a lot of these issues start to have is, you have this kind of closing wrap up, and he, you know, you know, in in that first issue with the art and the art critics and all that, it was it was Wilma, you know, talking about what the meaning of that art was and why it was important, and here we get. Fred's recollection of just the idea of what, what community was, what was the point of civilization what was the point of being part of this. It was the idea of that, this idea of kind of everyone, everyone helping each other. It didn't matter what it was, what institution it was, whether it was school or marriage or whatnot. It was the idea that, you know, the, 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 this kind of holistic view of everybody helping each other, everybody pulling in the same way, you know, helping up the cliff and all that, um, you know, and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like the 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 Aesop fable at the end, you know, right. the 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 moral, the lesson at the end that that some of these issues have, um, and you know, this one here was
0: was was friends. Uh, yeah, <laughs> God hates dads. It's just like <laughs> this like like yeah. I'd be so surprised if that picket sign was named in the script. I think that's some Steve Pugh innovation. Uh, I,
1: it, it, it could be like, by the it, way, it, the it,
0: exercise of like them playing dead and talking to their spouses. Yeah. You know, the cranky old couple, where's the mm-hmm. life insurance policy? I cut you out of <laughs> yeah. my will, you old sand yeah. shark. <laughs> and then the young in love couple like, uh, OK, pretend that Chris is dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. it's yeah. It's just uh so well done showing, you know, both the cynical and the naive. Um, yeah. hmm. And, and cynicism usually is meant to be a criticism of naivety. It like, it's supposed to say like, oh, how, you know, how simple of you to have this view. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the old couple is an effective criticism of the newlyweds, but their criticism doesn't apply to Fred and Wilma. No,
1: no. And that's no. the
0: beauty um, yeah. of that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So
0: anyway, uh, we then move to another great cover of Bedrock, The Vote. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what's on the chopping block? this time
1: <laughs> yeah 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 uh you know worth noting uh honestly you
0: know, this, not nearly as cynical as it would be if you wrote this in 2022
1: well so so uh, the, you know uh, people that, were that, questioning
0: result elections yeah. and uh well, you know so storming th- the mayor's th- office it could be a lot worse this was going to say this
1: issue was released uh uh november 2nd 2016 right. obviously obviously they they knew what the 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 release schedule was they knew what the solicitation was. It's like scheduling a a holiday themed issue in December or whatnot. They knew this was coming out beginning of 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 of
0: yeah. It's genius. Of, genius of timing. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> and 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 genius Both timing. I'll punch you in the beef. Yeah. I mean, that's that would work. It, I'm sorry it, to say that would work. It would. Um, it would. But see, it, it it was genius timing that became
1: just like horribly precious. You know. Um. No, you right. Know, right. A, a, and in as, both as cases
0: you're on. following two elections one mm-hmm. you know different scales mm-hmm. but you're following two elections and both of them have a well-reasoned thoughtful person against a big bully british yeah. person who's a bully like, yeah I- i'm a bully but y- you know i won't bully you if you stand behind me i'll protect yes. you with my bullying yeah and um uh you know and then in very uh Uh I, I guess if you if you put the mind of like Carl Rove or Dick Cheney in the body of Dave Batista, uh, you have Claude who <laughs> is like uh not only being a bully and saying, stand behind me, but also creating a distraction with the lizard people, saying, like, mm-hmm. here's your enemy, and I'm the only one that's gonna stand up to it. And, you know, a few people are like, are they really our enemy? Like, what did they do that's so bad? And it's like yeah. the ferns. Um, so, uh, yeah. And meanwhile, you know, Fred is contemplating his own participation in genocide in the Paleolithic War mm-hmm. as, you know, the war drum marches on with new victims in its sights with the lizard people. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, I, I'm going to assume it's just something I forgot. Is Claude a character in the cartoon?
1: You know what? I don't remember if he was or not.
0: Okay. Um okay. That but I, either way, I, I honestly, yeah. He could not have been that prominent. Uh, yeah. you know, as like Slate and you know, obviously the the two main families.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't think the the cartoon had that much, you know, kind of serialization to it where it would have really mattered. Um but uh but it, it, if not, it's a great creation. Is a great creation or right. a great reinterpretation of a of a, a of a character.
0: But uh and a special shout out to Chris Chuckery in this one because we do the flashbacks, yes, and the color palette changes. It's a little the flashbacks, it's a little more muted. It's a it's little, more, little yeah, it's yeah, a little uh, muted like a like a memory. It's faded mm-hmm. a little bit.
1: And we also get we also get uh uh what I'm thinking here. Um oh we get a change in the paneling as well. We have a black background, you know, uh the the panel borders are. Like right. uh, they're they're rough. They're not they're not solid straight lines, which is a great is a, you know visual indicator that you know we're in the past. Um, yeah, we're we're in a memory. It's a little fuzzy. I think that's a good way to put it.
0: Yeah. Um. I again, I'm not sure I'm quite ready to get into all of the war and PTSD stuff because that really reaches its pinnacle uh, in the gravel pit later. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. Again, it's, 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 it's we're, we just keep getting more and more information about that. You know, we learn they're in the war, they're in a support group, they're veterans. We learn the, well, we learn how PTSD. Fred
0: had the, how he got the PTSD. It wasn't yeah, actually yeah. from the killing itself, it yeah. was from finding the toy on the ground. Yes, yes. And so, realizing so, he had been lied to about who this enemy was. Exactly. Yeah. They were not a, planning an invasion. Yeah. They're uh they're just know, trying to I live was, their lives yeah right yeah i was manipulated yeah, yeah. and i was so, misused we, and i did horrible things we, we,
1: we get we, we, it's one of those things that it's a through line that we get more and more yeah it comes into a head at the end but i guess really the important thing here is in, in terms of story-wise like it's why bam bam is so strong you know um yeah. you know you know bam bam is 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 of the tree people i guess um but yeah the 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 ptsd the all that very very
0: odin like move taking your enemy and it's uh, child and adopting yeah yeah Uh, yeah, which by the way was my favorite little uh nod in a very uh confusing and cluttered movie of love and thunder but i loved that he adopted his enemy's child just like his dad did yeah that was nice Um, little yeah very nice little touch uh and Mm -hmm. here we have barney pulling um a similar a Thor and an Odin move yeah um, but that you know that ties the bond of empathy uh, I think for Barney to say uh like I'm now connected to you know the tree people and I'm never yeah. again going to do something like something this. like that yeah yeah sadly yeah, yeah. it shouldn't take that but uh it, you know at least at least they got there and mm-hmm. you know I remember um you know there was like a bunch of things just in life. I hadn't figured out by my mid twenties. And um, I was talking to kind of an older friend mentor. And I was like, man, you know, I really didn't figure out. I I was actually a very poor student, basically all the way through undergrad. I really didn't hit my stride until grad school. And I was like, oh, I'm actually pretty good at this when I apply myself and try. And I was like, just beating myself up over like, man, I could have performed so much better in high school and college and all this other stuff. And my friend was like, look, you know, it it doesn't matter when you get there. It matters that you get there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and there's just no point in beating yourself up uh, endlessly over the past, as long as you arrive in the place you're supposed to be in eventually. And I think that's where Fred and Barney kind of end up after this war.
1: Uh yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you they're know, they,
0: and they're the two best characters uh in, in bedrock. Um and, and yeah. that's no shade at like Wilma, it's just she just doesn't get the screen time.
1: Uh yeah, um, she I mean she she gets a bit of a spotlight a little later, but obviously it's 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 Fred, it's Fred's story. It's Fred's story primarily. And I mean even more so than Barney's story. It is it is Fred's story. Everything it, we we because we we really only see Barney in relation to Fred. You know, so you know, Fred is right. our Fred is our is 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 the main avatar, the main character. So, um, but yeah, you know, we so you know we 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 see that throughout, and 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 it, you know, it even you know again continues on into the the last arc here, or the last issue of this arc, when we get to um, I don't know, what's the main theme of this last one here? You know, we, we've gone through well,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, and let me just say, I don't think they stuck the landing on the voting thing. They created two voting threads. But the Fred and Barney flashback stuff completely overshadowed the voting.
1: You know what? It really does. You, you, I think you're right about that. It really does. Um,
0: they, and again, it, it doesn't make it a bad issue. It just means it's kind of false advertising on the front cover. Uh,
1: it, it 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 does kind of end. Um, this is one of those ones where, okay, we're talking about voting and democracy and all this stuff, and uh, we're and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold a mirror up to this stuff here. We're gonna we're gonna poke some holes in it. But we're not going to go any real revelation to it now. Yeah, you're right. It, it is kind of left hanging because it is only it is only half the issue. Um, because yeah, the, the the stuff with the flashback stuff with uh, with the war is 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 far more dominating, far more important. Um, so yeah, it, 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 yeah. And so I think they'll that, circle back to it eventually a little bit. Some of the res, the end result of it, but the idea of voting, the idea of the democratic process, does really seem like something that could have been really ripe for them to. Yeah. To, to oh, get yeah. in on. Um, uh, but yeah, again, they, they, they maybe it's
0: like just too, it's addressed too many other places. You know, it's too easy yeah. to find that criticism maybe so. maybe and so. he wants to hone in on something else. For the yeah. final issue, my theme that I wrote down is everyone is awful. Civilization is pretending to be good people.
1: That's I, I, the I, theme I,
0: here that okay. like as soon as the timeline, as soon as you're given a stopwatch on civilization, it all comes crumbling down. I I wrote, I wrote societal
1: breakdown. That was, (laughs) that was, that was my tour. Uh, But there's like
0: this, uh, bedrockian exceptionalism, which is really a Mm -hmm. civilization exceptionalism. Yes. Like, Oh, we're so evolved. We're so nice. But Mm -hmm. as soon as they think the world's ending, they revert immediately to the worst behavior imaginable. Mm -hmm. Uh, and let's just enjoy the, uh, not a full splash page here, but, uh, Panda excess Mm -hmm. foot liquor, lithic core, uh, Hammerstones we uh, we get
1: some we get some great we get some great 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 store names play uh shop names yeah yeah. uh
0: so anyway just I I never want to let Steve Pugh's work fall to the background uh you know it's always worth shining a light but here and I think this is why the end of volume one you still see this as primarily a cynical takedown piece uh, of a book because uh the fraudulent religion is ratcheted up to 100 here mm-hmm. uh and scientific arrogance is, is also, also ratcheted, ratcheted up, up yeah, to 100 they, they,
1: they both go they 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 both go up at the same time absolutely yeah
0: they both they both uh dive into their flaws uh head first and we really see the problems but we also just as soon as things couldn't get more cynical you start to get the relationship i think this is the first time uh between the bowling ball and uh his friend the uh is he vacuum a cleaner vacuum cleaner yeah, yeah well, we, we, if they call him shop Vac or something
1: we, we 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 get their meeting earlier but yeah no the but the that's page, it's the
0: touch of st- it's the it's yeah. the most touching story yeah by the end of this yeah um but and certainly conversation, the one that wrecks you later
1: that 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 page that page their conversation there about about what their day was like and all that stuff is is like that's, it's a gut-wrenching page. It, it, it is one of my favorite pages in recent comics. It's so, so good. I have it saved. Uh, it, it's one that I, re- I revisit because it, it's just, it's a, it, it's so incredible. We're talking about, you know, an armadillo bowling ball in a little pink elephant vacuum. And it's it's like the deepest uh, and like best friendship uh, that permeates through this story. It's, it's, it's really, really incredible. And that's set against, against the absurdity of the humans. You right. know the you know and everything that like goes on. These this- two
0: people who are both good and earnest, trying to have a real relationship, yes, are just trampled by people who want the same things but do none of the right things to get them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's hard to watch, but you also okay. So you get the scientist first of all laying off his PhD faculty in exchange for unpaid interns. Yep, uh, yep. which is. Uh, extremely tough beat I have many friends with PhDs that struggle for work um, and uh, are undervalued in their field even when they do get work and uh, so many millennial friends who take unpaid internships in every field you know not just science but you know marketing research whatever and they're like oh we're paying you an experience it's like yeah "Yeah, but I'm living in yeah. New York city. It's really, yeah, but, but, but he experienced to buy food. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, or pay rent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, anyway, they, uh, they start that. Then we get this comet projection uh, from the end of the world. Uh, amazingly. Uh, and I like this, that the end of the world uh, prediction comes from the scientists, not from the religious group. The religious mm-hmm. group has enough problems, but there's certainly plenty of uh, false end of the world predictions from religion. I guess uh, that yeah, was yeah. two on the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh so he went for the scientist uh version of apocalypse. But you uh, still get
1: you, you still get the religious reaction
0: though. You get the religious reaction yeah. right, but it's not a religious cause. No, no, no. The no, end no, of the no, world. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh which is what we get a lot of uh ever since it became easy for anyone to publish a book. Um So anyway, we see society deteriorate, uh you know, the rich guy wonders you know what to do with all of his money and wealth and uh, all of this stuff if he has no one to lord it over <laughs> just uh it' it's not quite that on the nose but you know it's not it's not hidden
1: yeah yeah um, yeah
0: and uh you know then you find that his abacus uh, was failed from another experiment he was doing yeah uh, so nope. it's a failure of technology it's a failure of science it's a failure of civilization and humanity. Ah, uh, everything crumbles, but then everything uh, is kind of fine by the end. Except we've had everyone's mask revealed. Like we know what they'll do when the chips are down. Yeah, and that's where Volume One ends, mm-hmm. which is pretty bleak. I mean, now I don't. I think this was consecutive twelve consecutive months, right? This was not yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, no. So no. this was not really the end of a story arc. But no. when you're buying it in collected formats, yeah, I think that's why I prefer the deluxe edition. Yeah. It's one 12 issue story. It's not two six issue stories. Yeah. Well, uh, and then also I was debating whether this should be two episodes of the podcast or not because I was like, well, it's really one story arc. Yeah. But we're coming up on two hours for six issues. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Such yeah, dense yeah. material.
1: Because yeah. There's so much there. Yeah. It it also becomes clear again for when you get the next the next issue is is you know is a framing device of the great kazoo. So it, it feels like a soft reset of the story in terms of how we view it. So as you're reading it, you could see, oh, clearly this is like the start of something different here, even though it isn't really a different narrative storyline because there is no real narrative storyline. Um, but yeah, there's just they they pack so much into these in, into this into these issues into these comics um, because it's not about specifically what happens. It's it's not really about you know, following some storyline of, 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 of the Flintstones, you know, we're not really that the narrative isn't really important. It's all the things around it and what the, and, and what they're, they're putting in the meaning behind it and all of that. Um, And I think that's, that's what makes this book so interesting. um, And also one that I think people will can, can always come back to because it always has something to say. Um, It's not like, Oh, the story is going to feel tired and weird. The story doesn't matter. You know, it's not about, it's not about, um, you know, uh, the vote for mayor. It's not about, uh, 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 you know, what marriage is. It's not about a meteor coming to destroy the world. It's about everything around those things. You know, those are just the setup. Um, and so there's, there's just, there's so much material there that at the end, I think it's, uh it's, it's, it's easy to get lost in going in some of the, uh, the tangents and directions that this book can take you if you're open to it. Um, Cause I think you said earlier, if you're, if you are disinclined to do that, you'll read this and it's be like, Oh, it's ridiculous. And you you push it aside. And instead of engaging with the material and instead of allowing it to, to not change your mind, but, but allowing it being open to, to, to look at things differently. If you just kind of shut it off and throw it away, then it becomes disposable to you. then, you're kind of the people that it's trying to skewer, you know? Right.
0: Well, I mean, and here's the thing: is you're like you're you don't have to trade your belief for Mark Russell's belief. No, because Mark Russell's not putting anything forth for you no. to believe in. He's he's, he's trying to poke holes in everything. Out, right. Yeah, and and, and if and you so feel you can and accept it, some criticism there. Yeah. Because he's not telling you what to think. He's just pointing yeah. out flaws with what you already think yeah. or what you and, may and, be yeah. guilty. of. Yeah.
1: And if you're someone who reads that and you feel bothered by that, you're like, well, that's, that feels like it's directed at me. Your options are either examine why that is or ignore it and, 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 and put your head in the sand or something, you know, right. he, those are the ways you can go. But yeah, he's, he's simply trying to point out the things that, Hey, this is kind of ridiculous, right? Or if we think about it. This is kind of dumb, right? Why do we do this? Why do we consider this? Why do we accept that? Um, he's, yeah, he's just trying to put things out there for, for folks to, to reexamine what they believe is true, what they trust in is being true. Because, um, yeah, when you hold a mirror up to, to a lot of our societal institutions, um, they don't they don't make a whole lot of sense. They don't hold they don't hold a whole lot of water.
0: Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, even though this episode ends here, that's not where Mark Russell ends. That's not where we're going to end. We're going to end on a, a relatively upbeat note. I mean, especially compared to like, I think <laughs> Killer Be Killed. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, you know, well, I, I, so or... I, I think it's interesting this actually following Killer Be
1: Killed because Killer Be Killed obviously a very, very cynical view of the world. Our character Dylan, you know, was very, very kind of anti, you know, he saw everything was wrong with the world. But in the end, there was this little bit of hope, like, well, listen, you know, it's Life not is so better bad. than
0: it seems in the it's, moment. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: not so bad. It, 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 it's not disingenuous, but it's definitely like, a, well, since I'm already dead, looking back on it, you know, maybe it wasn't so bad. Um, here we get, an, we, we build towards, I think, a different kind of hopeful ending in the idea of that, yes, the world maybe has all these problems. It's Maybe not the world is bad. It's like the world has a lot of problems, but you know what? I think we can fix it. I think we can do something about it. And 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 I think that's that's ultimately where we get to at the end of 12 issues, uh not so much where we are at the end of six issues.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um anyway, uh, that's that's where we're gonna leave you this week. Uh I if if you were like me, this took me much more than a week per trade to read. I know Alex is a binge reader, um, but I really had to chew on this. I had to reread a couple of issues. Uh, to really absorb the art and everything. Uh, the great thing about our podcast, book club style, if it takes you three weeks to read the next six issues, take them, listen to the podcast, then it's fine. Uh, but we will be back at you in seven days with another one of these. In the meantime, you can uh, talk to us, which people started to do on our website, storiedarks.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, for now anyway, uh, at Storied arcs. you will never see us with a blue check mark. Uh, and... Uh, you can technically find us on Facebook, but we don't really do anything over there. And on Instagram, uh, we pe- we keep a, a pretty good presence when we remember, uh, which is, again, Storied Arcs. Uh, so just remember, it's Storied with a D, Arcs. Uh, if you're listening to this, I assume you know. Uh, but, you know, the other thing is, uh, I'd really appreciate it if you share this with a friend. I, uh, I've gotten a few new listeners lately, and all of them were referred so uh, the, it, the positive to me is that people are enjoying the podcast, they're enjoying the books we're choosing, and they're enjoying the comics uh, themselves. Uh, but it's also a little defeating to me. All of my effort is mitigated because people will take someone else's record, anyone other than my recommendation. Uh, for the <laughs> podcast. So uh, I don't know what else I can do, but uh, we're going to be back here same time uh, next Thursday. Look for us and we'll see you for listeners volume two peace